thank you for listening to the Big Fat Roundup. Remember to like, comment and share on all of our socials. We've got a Facebook page, a Twitter account and we're on YouTube too. You can also find the podcast on iTunes, Acast, SoundCloud and anywhere else you normally get your podcasts. Anyway, enough of that, let's get right into the show. Episode 14 of the Big Fat Roundup. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon to anyone and everyone who is listening. Number 14 is a number that has, it resonates with me. It's, it's if I was playing football, that would be my number. Hello, Alistair. I like the number 14 because it's an even number. It's a nice number. Um, now, obviously, this isn't a football show, so don't be alarmed. This is the Big Fat Roundup, where we talk all things film, gaming, cinema, media, anything and everything that's happening in the media hemisphere, we will cover it. Basically, if you're a nerd, you'll, you'll yeah, like if us, you're a, basically. If, yeah, if you're a dorking Tron, this is the place for you. If you're a right freak. You. Yeah, if you're an absolute loser freak, you're going <laughs> oh, to legend. love it. Oh, yeah, banter. Anyway, um, there's a lot. A lot's happened this week, actually, since we last recorded. Uh, not only in my life, but um, also in the general world as it is. Um, we've got some Nintendo chat, uh, some Oscars chat, as as is as customary, and some interesting UK broadcasting news, which sounds frightfully exciting. Um, and then we'll round it out uh, just by capping off how, how daft and stupid the human race is. Um, but we'll come to that later. Um, so let's, let's jump right in. Let's get involved, yeah. Um, I think it's probably important just to have a little recap about what we got up to this week. I haven't watched much. I know we always want to talk about what we've seen, what we've experienced. I've seen one thing this week, and that was the um, the Fire Festival documentary on Netflix. Um, I don't have too much to say about it. I mean, I would... I Do you know what, right? I, I was watching it. So my partner was watching it. I was simultaneously watching uh, an important football game of a team that I support very closely. And I was, it was, and I never, right, when I watch football, I never not watch football. Like, I'm in there. I'm literally, like, dead to the world. I'm watching it. But I couldn't not watch the documentary going on in the background because it was more interesting, way more yeah. interesting. Um, if you've got a Netflix subscription, I'd definitely recommend it. It's a fairly short film, which is always lovely in my eyes. I, I don't, I can't, I've got such a low tolerance for long films. It's it's difficult for me to, to continue watching super long shit. Um but this is a nice length, and it's honestly, Alley Cat, it it blows my mind the incompetence um, that's portrayed in the film. Um, it's crazy, like the whole story is crazy, completely mental. And if you're just looking for, it's almost like watching like a, you know, when you see those um, those cop clip shows, you know, where there's like big right. crashes and crazy shit happens on the highways of you know, the world. It's like that. Or it's like NYPD fails. Yeah. Some kind of shite like LAPD's that. greatest car chases. Like that. Um, something, everything just slowly tumbles out of control. Exactly, and that's exactly what it's like. Uh, the bricks just start coming out of the Jenga tower until it flops over. It's mental. Um, and, and if you're into that kind of thing, yeah, you should watch it because it's, it's highly entertaining. Um, have, you, have you watched or experienced anything absorbed anything this week well i've watched the fire festival the uh, documentary did you uh, did you actually yeah no you didn't it's, it's, it's really interesting actually because like the, the film does basically just point fingers at at, at the guy what was his billy. name uh, the guy that organized it billy it basically just goes 
he's a fucking scumbag. Mm. Yeah, they weren't very nice. And then, like, they? no, uh, deservingly. Yeah, he's he's a scumbag. He's obviously done this as like a massive scam, and then immediately after he gets bail, he's like, "We're gonna make loads more money. We're gonna we're gonna scam more people by doing that thing where they send like emails to get like tickets for cheap, and, and like people are like, "Whoa, I'm gonna get tickets to Justin Bieber for five dollars or some shit like that." And then people will spend the money to a, to a concert that's never going to happen. I saw that, yeah. That was... no, that, that's what happens. Yeah. So he's immediately after he leaves, he's like scamming more people. Yeah, it's, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make him look good. Um, it doesn't look good for him, no. I, I think, um, yeah, the, the, the film, it, it, in a funny way, it doesn't like go in on him. It doesn't like, it obviously, most of the conversation... No, he does it himself. Yeah, well, that's it. So most of the conversation of the film about the people they, they talk to, they they do the talking... You know, they, they you get it from them anyway, and and the film itself. I like the way it isn't like just direct. He obviously is at the center of this situation, but he's not like a target in a in a weird kind of way. But definitely towards the end, when you realize that he continues to do this kind of stuff after the 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 disaster that is the fire festival, where you you kind of think like, you know, I might have had sympathy for you. You might have just been in in over your head, but it seems like you're going to continue to do stuff like this. So, um, it's a yeah. guy who organized it all who was there. Saying, yeah, we're gonna have a fire festival too. Oh gosh! And it's, uh, just, just it's stop. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's like, I hardly doubt anyone's gonna fund. Yeah, you. it's like the Titanic. It's, it's, it's like saying, right, guys, Titanic two. Who wants to get involved? Well, they are making a Titanic two. Actually, it's gonna be set sail in twenty twenty two. For God's sake! I was talking about <laughs> how setting on the same. I was path. talking about how shite humanity was. I was leaving that for later on in the show, and we've already come to it. Um, no, that's right. We've got another topic for how shite humanity is later on. But um, wow, okay. Well, that's news to me. I won't be buying a ticket. Well, obviously, it, it, it is going to. I, I would love to go because it's apparently going to have like the luxury of the real Titanic, but obviously, it's going to have the, the safety. modern aquities. It should have, yeah. Mm. So it should. It's going to have more lifeboats. It's going to have uh, better safety. Like the actual shape on like underneath is going to be a little bit different. Right. Uh, it's going to obviously use advanced computer proof. systems. You only, mm. Yeah, the only reason they they hit that iceberg was pure incompetence. So, fingers crossed, fingers crossed that it doesn't be. happen again. Yeah. And maybe gets cheap enough where I can afford it. I was going to say, if you start saving up now, you got... $800 for it. Start saving up now. You've got three, three years. Stick a little yeah. bit away every month, right? You're there. You're on the Titanic. I want you to live stream the whole thing. Everyone's going to be stood by the front, like, playing the fucking Celine Dion theme. Oh yeah, I think in that row. It's like you're not it? Susan. Get down. It'll actually be so cliche. I can't. All of the poses yeah. on there, and you know, all of the Instagram pretend influencers are going to be on there, swanning about, they're taking pretend shite like they're selfies. the most romantic. Yeah, they're going to think every every man on there is going to think they're Jack. They're like the most romantic, mm. handsome looking motherfucker. Yeah. Well, <laughs> look, fella, if you're that romantic, I've got something to tell you. Jump friend. in the Arctic Ocean and freeze to death. Yeah, if you want to be like him. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. dark lemons. Uh, you, you fucking prick. prick. Um, so talking of boats, <laughs> uh, big news in the gaming world as well. Just something that's d- d- dropped today, actually. Um, that's that season eight of Fortnite. Ah, you excited? No. <laughs> X marks the spot. It's pirate theme. There are boats and that. Volcanoes and, and boats, that. though. Is the game completely changed to Apex Legends yet? Mm, no. Then I don't give a fuck. No, I'm not bothered. No, it looks alright. It looks alright. I played it. I... Yeah, they actually does look like a substantial update. Like yeah. every other update's just been like tiny things where I'm like, oh my god, they changed the location of this building, and it's like I don't, I don't really care. But this one looks like they've actually basically just changed the whole map, so it actually has a, diff- a pretty interesting theme now. It's not just 
like three yeah, trees like snow spl- like splattered across like green now it's snow it's like actual what? So what that was that was a thing in the last season it was just like snow it's just cold was it well i was seeing all i was watching was a comparison between like really green yeah. and trees and stuff and then it was the pirate theme stuff oh. but the pirate theme stuff does look pretty yeah. interesting yeah i mean it still won't get me to play no though, i was gonna but, say yeah. i might play one game at a push um but you know i think I, I don't know if you saw the news. I mean, this wasn't in the running order, but I thought I should drop it in now. I don't know if you saw the news, but Fortnite's revenue actually did drop 45% from last month's revenue. So, now obviously... Apex has taken that big, pretty big, big punch. A big, ch- a big chunk, yeah. But uh, also you've got to remember as well that the, the, the season before these figures was like the Christmas season. So that kind of, you know, it makes sense that it would drop off, but... Yeah, it's fairly 45%. natural. Like, I could say the same thing about my YouTube business. Yeah, yeah exactly. Drop forty three percent or something yeah. like that. It's like it's gonna happen. It does happen, uh, but it, it, I think it'll be interesting to see how it all kind of shakes out because Fortnite started to do the the free battle pass thing. Um, if you do like a certain amount of they're challenges, so you get a free battle pass for the next season. So interesting. Wow. It seems like then the numbers are waning. We'll have to keep an eye on it. Um, but yeah, if, if you're interested in Fortnite, you can go update it now and go download it. Get season eight. Buy pirate costumes and yeah. Um, and have a good time. Um, so yeah, that would be great. Uh, uh, talk, talking of good times, great times, potentially, maybe, um, the you dropped. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Wow. We've got another trailer. Detective Fortnite. Detective Fortnite Season 9 trailer, Despacito 3. <laughs> um, yeah, that dropped. That looks... I'm surprisingly into it. Didn't think I would be. I'm kind of still like disgusted with like the super hyper realistic imaginings of all of our favorite pokemon um but it, it looks kind of a cool film in, in a weird kind of way so i'm interested to see how good. that pans out um and mewtwo the trailer exactly is we saw love mewtwo and, and if you're i knew it was going to happen i knew how, they would i knew they weren't going to leave mewtwo out but, <laughs> wow. when you when you think it about the classic you know film back in the day in the in the late 90s yeah. or the early 2000s Where when i was a youngster bring all the pokemon back to life with tears yeah or some like bullshit that. um yeah mewtwo was was knocking around there weren't weren't wasn't it so it's, it's good that they brought it back for a little bit of nostalgia um so yeah, that looks like it's going to be fun. I I, I wait in beta. How well breath. do you think it's going to do the box office? Um, I because I feel like the movie can either is either going to completely bomb or like like a billion dollars. Right. It's. Uh, I feel like it. Do you know what? I feel like it's a fifty-fifty thing. To be honest, I I can't think of any analytical reason as to why it's going to do really great or why it's going to do really badly. I don't think a film like that really lives or dies by how good it is, because it's it's not, it's not you know made for people who care it's about how Pokemon good films are. are. Um, but what kind of audience is it going to hit? I don't like. Is Pokemon, although obviously you know it's it's a global brand, everyone knows what it is. But do kids really love it nowadays? You know, is it? I feel like Pokemon is more for the people who were kids when we were kids. What does that make any sense? Who? Are, yeah, sorry. Me? Like grandkids. Yeah. Well, okay. No, I mean like so people who nineties kids basically who who were there when it all started right. and got lit on it. You know. Um, well, now they're the ones that can afford. Uh, Cinema tickets. Exactly. So. so I'm thinking it's probably more for that audience. And then obviously you've got a bit more of a discerning crowd then. I mean... Well, that explains why it's got a bit more of an adult Yes, exactly. There seems like there's quite a lot of banterous jokes in there. Um, hopefully some are like Lego movie style where it is obviously you can you can watch it for a kid. But like when Simpsons used to be good, the jokes in it can actually be quite adult and quite funny. So um, yeah, it, I'm I'm kind of... 
yeah i don't see it's it what will be will be i don't know i don't even know the release date i probably should have looked that up before before i started talking about it but yeah i can't think of it dropping any time in between some other big pokemon news that might kind of you know wrap up people and get them excited for pokemon again um but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, and talking of Pokemon news, I mean, there's a lot this week. It might be a bit too much. We might have to turn into the big fat Pokemon roundup. Um, but but the the newest addition to the long-standing RPG franchise, um, Fortnite. Fortnite three, Despacito three. Um, it, but Pokemon Sword and Shield was announced yesterday at the Pokemon Direct show. Did you watch it? Stream it? Wow. I didn't. Why not, you dick? You're out of order. <laughs> it was popping. Anyway, so I didn't actually manage to see it live because I was, I don't know, like breakdancing or something. Um, but I did see like right. the video afterwards. It's only like seven minutes long. Basically... I have seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah basically it's Pokemon set in like uh, the regions called Galar or Gala. And um, and it's like a, it's a, it's a reimagining of, of Britain. How cool is that for us? Right. That's dank. For, for all the crumpet munchers. That, that makes us feel included. And, and thanks, yeah, thanks, thanks. Japan. So I've heard there's going to be Brexit buses. Um, Theresa May is going to be a gym battle. Um, is Theresa May the Pokemon or? Uh, no, she's going to be like a she's going to be a gym leader. She's, um, okay, yeah. You're going to have to fight against her like political decisions and and, and like reason and logic and is going to be super effective against her her, pol- her, her policies and lies. Um, so, haha, funny political banter there. A bit of satire. See, we're not just a one-trick pony. We've got it all in the locker. We're smart. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, Sword and Shield. I'm not jazzed on the title, as it were. But um, you know, it's a bit different from like Omega. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Like yeah, Sun and Moon. I mean, it is kind of cool. Sword and Sword and Shield. I guess it makes sense in like the British yeah. kind of medieval yeah. kind of thing. exactly. And the logos are kind of like. Um, uh, if you imagine like the the houses in in Game of Thrones, you know they've got like their own symbol. It's mm. kind of like that, so it's pretty cool. Um, the three starter Pokemon were also announced. You've got Grookey, the little grass type monkey Pokemon, which was yep. banging a stick on the floor. You've got Sobble, which is like some next ghost slash water type frog looking jobby, and you like I like that yeah one. yeah I want that one too. One. That's that's one I was going for. And you've got Score Bunny, which is like a a fire a fire type. Um, uh, bunny, rabbit, thing. They're all pretty fucking cute. Yeah, they're all pretty fucking cute. Um, I definitely want Sobble because I love saying its name. Sobble. Um, so I'm excited to get involved and see how what that evolves into. I think it's going to use a mixture of loads of different type of Pokemon from all different generations. So that's kind of cool. I guess they're finally running out of like character designs. Um, as I typically choose the thing that looks most like a like a reptile, so I hope that Shrubble can turn into like some big badass looking dragon toad thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to keep an eye out because they've already done a Pokemon that was a toad, uh, a star, which evolved into Greninja, which is like kind of dope. Which is actually Greninja was actually in the Pokemon mm, Detective Pikachu trailer, so it all comes full circle. Um, but yeah, anyway, it looks pretty lit. Uh, you know, I. I I have wanted a Switch for a long period of time because I want to play... It's exclusive to the Switch. It is, as far as I'm aware, which yeah. is... Finally going to the main exactly, console. Exactly, and that's why everyone's jazzed about it because we're going to get sick animations. They're going to get sick... It does look sick. ...like battle stuff. You know, it's just going to be like, you know, more legitera. 
So I was wondering if they'd make it look a bit more like um like Zelda I, I, Breath of the Wind uh, or something like that. Yeah. Does it look a bit closer because you can actually move the actual yes. um you know the the, the camera and everything yeah. closer and further away and stuff. Um it does look a lot more appealing to say that at the masses, I'd yeah. say. I think a lot of people are still worried it's gonna be a bit of a bit too easy and not very challenging. That was one of the complaints of the last game is that it wasn't challenging enough. Yeah. So they're gonna to have to try and I was looking seeing thinking they might have watered it down or anything. Yeah, it'd be interesting because it's it's a mainline one and I think they just did Pokemon Go Eevee, Pokemon Go Pikachu, which was a kind of a watery down version using some of the mechanics of Pokemon Go. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it all how how they kind of approach it and whether or not they're going to try and turn it. Hopefully, it's like Pokemon Dark Souls, um, where it's like really punishingly hard, and every time you go around a corner, yeah, kids play you just get a sobble bite your head, clean off, um, and yeah, you've just got to restart the game from the beginning every single time. Blood, yeah, every. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that's how it, how it turns out. Um, but we'll have to wait and see, I guess. I, I definitely do want to get a Switch at some point this year. Um, but when I will, I will make everyone aware and um, probably just play like Splatoon 2 or something on my own in a corner or something. So that's that's fun. Um, that's some good Nintendo news. Now, here's some more Nintendo news. I know it's been very Nintendo heavy, but don't worry. We'll talk about other stuff in a minute. The, the president, or is it president or is it CEO? I'm going to have to have a look here. Um... Where is he? Yeah, he is. He case. Yeah. So the president of the of Nintendo of America, Christ on a cracker, I can barely speak. Um, Reggie Fizeme will be retiring in April. Good old Reggie. Good old Reg Dog. Shame. Now, he's, he's had a good few. He's years. done well, hasn't he? He's had a good tenure. I think I haven't really been majorly into Nintendo since you know he's been at the forefront um, of that brand. Um, but he's always he's such a notable figure. Like you, you always see him, and you think, oh, I know exactly who that is. It's Reggie. Um, and he's got so many sick memes about him um, that it's going to be quite—it's going to be quite sad to see him go. Um, do you know the name of the guy who's replacing him? It's fucking jokes, right? His name's Doug Bowser. Fuck yeah, that's not his real le- name. Yeah, I'm not. Le- do you reckon they chose him just because of that name? Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, legitimately, Doug Doug Bowser. Applying for people whose name is of Nintendo characters. Exactly. So I'm I'm happy for I'm happy for Nintendo to figuring that out. Um, in fact, like the picture the guy posted when he was a kind of like acknowledging that it was going to be him in the background on the shelf, you could see Luigi and Mario plushies like tied up, which is pretty bannerous. So, um, yeah, fun times for for Nintendo in the future if everything goes according to plan. Um, mm. You know, congrats on a, on a sick career, Reggie. You you good you good lad. Um, thanks for being a you know a joker and a banter king. And um, I hope you have a good retirement. Um, I'm sure he's made hella bank, and he's just gonna, you know, do his own thing. Might rock up to E3 in like ten years and do like. Yeah, do you reckon he'll never go to? Um, we'll never have any Nintendo characters surrounding him ever again. Because I reckon he's been knees deep in just Mario's mustache for like decades at this point. So I reckon wherever he moves to, if he moves to a new place, he's gonna make sure it's void of Nintendo characters. Yeah, I think he's gonna have to move to like into the middle of a jungle where there's like no electricity or wi-fi where you can just yeah but then you'll purr. see yoshi fam you'll just show yoshi everywhere yoshi. yoshi can you do the little noise it makes when it pokes its tongue out remind me like that <laughs> i'm gonna clip that that's that's gonna go viral that is <laughs> and then it eats like a mango and it turns yellow or something that was from poke uh, I said Pokemon. God, I'm such a noob. Um, that's from Super Mario Sunshine. That's a sick game. Anyway, um, so yeah, a lot of Nintendo news there. 
a lot of shit has dropped in this week. Um, good week, bad week. You tell us in the comments section below. Um, yeah. Let us know what you think about all of the happenings. It'd be nice to hear if people are sad about Reggie going or if they're not sad. Maybe they're like, well, this is an interesting new time for Nintendo. Maybe suddenly, maybe Nintendo will suddenly enter a new phase yeah. of glory maybe, that it's just been void of. Exactly. For years. Maybe they'll start developing gritty first-person shooters or uh, battle royale games. Splatoon Royale. I can't wait for Splatoon Royale to come out. I want a 100 versus 100 Splatoon I'm Royale. That hasn't already been made. That sounds perfect. It actually would work. Can you imagine Splatoon Royale? I've never even played Splatoon, but Splatoon. but what I know is that you you splat Splatoon two. You splat paint on the floor and you f- like jump in it because you're a little you're called an inkling. You're a little squid monster inkling, and you just kind of is the main goal to spread 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 it it on other it, people. Yeah, though. it's to spread the other little squid fuckers. It's all squid fuckers. It's all inklings, and you just spray all your fucking hot foamy ink all over them. And then you know, if you the the one who manages to spread their hot foamy same ink, um, wins. So hopefully there's more of that. Some more. I want to see some more edgy, gritty Splatoon. Splatoon three better have battle royale mode, and it better be in black and white. I was. I'm not buying it. <clears throat> How do you know what paint there is? Then it doesn't matter. I'm just throwing things right, out there. Cool. Um. Get on it, not Reggie. Get on it, Bowser. Yeah, so I think it's time to it's time to bookend the Nintendo chat. It's time to move on. Um, more in other big flipping entertainment news, especially UK-based, um, BritBox is a new service, a new streaming service coming to the UK. As far as I'm aware, it has already been a thing in the US and Canada, um, but it is, a f- it is effectively... Uh, yeah, a, a, a UK television streaming service called BritBox, and um, B- the BBC and ITV are both collaborating on it, which I find very interesting. Now, one question I'm going to ask straight away: If you pay the TV license, which BBC makes you pay, so you can watch TV, are you going to have to pay for a subscription? I'm guessing yes. Well, that's kind of bollocks, though, isn't it? It is. It is complete. I'm already bollocks. paying over a hundred pound a year. By the British Broadcasting exactly. Corporation. Exactly. Exactly. If it's from the BBC, it should be free. So I'm just think. I'm just crossing my toes to that they don't just go. Oh, now we've got the subscription service. Let's close down like ITV Player, whatever it is, and and uh, you know BBC iPlayer yeah. and shit. Well, I would say so. That it, according to it, it, everything's just turning into subscription services, and it's like, yeah, let's say this is a free thing that benefits you people you cancel having a, a TV license. Let's let's get rid of it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's not. No, good. it's kind of weird. Um, uh, one thing uh, I'm just on the the Den of Geek website, just looking at one of their articles about the news. Excellent. Um, it doesn't say who who wrote. Oh, here we go. Louisa Mello. So congratulations, sick article. But basically, thanks, Louisa Mello. Uh, yeah. Um, she she says here the announcement came with reassurance that the launch of BritBox would not affect BBC iPlayer's growth, but would sit alongside the BBC's existing streaming service. There's no confirmation of the subscription price as yet, but the cost of the service is cited to be competitive with the figure of £5 per month widely rumoured. So, what? how do you think this affects the major streamers? Is this going to make a dent? Absolutely you not. Don't think, you, can't, you don't think it's going to stop no. the juggernaut that is Netflix and Amazon Prime? In, no, of course not. No? No, not even close. Because Netflix is the biggest thing in the world. The only way I can see this coming anywhere near anywhere near it is that if people can say, "Oh, 
I don't need to buy a hundred and odd pound TV license for the year or however often I need to get it. Um, let me just get this BBC subscription service for, what is it, 60 quid a yep. year. Get all the same television programs I would normally get that I would on, you know, with a yeah, TV license. So I guess that's the only way I could imagine it being beneficial because yeah. um, I don't have BBC up my ass. Um, I- but otherwise, no, people... This is the first, you know, it wasn't until a few days ago that I heard that BritBox was a thing. Mm. So I don't think anyone's going to fucking... No, it's clearly not popping off in the regions where it already was, or not not to an extent that we're all hearing about it beforehand. I don't know if it's a big thing in America. I well, I can see why it would be beneficial in America, because they obviously don't have as many British television yeah. as us. But uh, for us, why? Yeah, I think... Um, like, I, interesting you said that, though. It would be... I wonder if, obviously... The iPlayer is good, and it, but it's been around for years, and it's nothing new. It's not like a, it's not like a new idea. Um, if anything, it was one of the first like pioneers was. of like yeah. uh, streaming yeah, services. It was. Way, but in a way before its time, but maybe didn't quite capitalize on on how they could have. And maybe this is them saying, right, okay, we didn't do it then, but we can do it now. Um, let's all team up, like flipping the greatest crossover event in history, and let's let's do BritBox. Um, and and let's see how that goes. Um, now, obviously, we've already got Disney bringing out its own streaming service soon-ish, mm-hmm. Disney Plus. So at, at some point soon, we're gonna have. I mean, there are like six or seven pretty credible streaming services that you could you could have a subscription for. You know, now you're adding multiple more to the mix. Someone's got to fall out. It's gonna crash inevitably. Like you can't sustain this many subscriptions. Like. I I was thinking of you know now TV or, or Sky Sky Cinema. That Sky Cinema seemed like a pretty good deal because you can get all the newest films for like a pretty fair mm. amount um, for like the same as like Amazon Prime. You look at Amazon Prime and you go, there's like a few things I might like, but I could cancel it, but then I'll lose these few things. Then you've got like Netflix, and if you've got this this fucking Brit box and yeah. uh, you know, all these other subscription services that go in the background, it's it can't happen again. Like, this is the kind of thing that Americans complain about. You know, like, cable and stuff, cable. where you have to buy, like, different packages. Mm. They're literally just doing the same fucking thing that everyone desperately tried to avoid. And you're just going to... You're going to bring back piracy. You're going to bring back all this stuff that people... You know, a lot of people managed to get over because they could pay a pretty fair amount to get most of the content, you know, available out there. And now they're going, yeah, let's separate it again. And and let's fuck everyone over by making them pay fifty quid a month for like ten different subscription services. Mm. Probably like, like less subscription services than that. Yeah. It's just it's just absolutely. Ridiculous. I yeah I just yeah it's I don't ha huh, it's so tricky because like you said before about the whole value thing like it would be cheaper than buying a TV license and watching TV and having like a um you know a free view box that you can record stuff on. So in a way, it kind of makes sense, and, and that will probably widely appeal to a younger audience, which is, I, I assume, what they're going for. I think the BBC probably recognise that their 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 target demographic is is getting smaller and smaller by the year, as you know people are moving to less traditional forms of television broadcast, and they probably think, right, if we can get, you know, maybe a kind of a, a slow but gradual increase in in users of this through subscriptions from our current uh normal uh watch base watch base audience <laughs> fucking watch base audience um but then also you know mix that in with a few younger people who are more you know in tune with a, uh, a subscription service 
and that maybe they're thinking in the in long term like well this could be good for us later on down the line when inevitably 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 bloody hell um the the whole tv license malarkey is scrapped because people just aren't going to be willing to pay it because why should they so i think it's i definitely think it's a i think it's a pretty wise move but i i do find it kind of risky like you said like is is it going to be enough? All I can imagine now is that things like Netflix and Amazon are going to have all of their like kind of UK shows stripped from them. Um, similarly to what Disney did with their Disney stuff on Netflix. Um, and that, yeah, I guess everyone's going to just kind of, I guess everyone's just trying to take a, a slice of its own, a slice of the big, the big old money pie. Everyone wants a slice of the big old money pie. Um, but it's also when when do you put the consumer base first and your own business first? Because I don't know if it's the Netflix deals and you know Disney separating off to do their own subscription service that's caused this. But essentially, they've obviously cancelled a lot of these Marvel shows that have looked like they were doing pretty well, yeah. especially like Daredevil and stuff. They seem to have been cancelled because obviously Marvel's and Disney's split from Netflix to do their own thing. So it's like you've cancelled a pretty successful show that had a, a wide audience. Yeah. So you're not exactly making the best impression if you want to have your own streaming service. If you're taking, you know, these 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 series away from people, it's like you know, no Syria wasn't talking to you. <laughs> um, so it's like, it, how can we trust you as a place to have like the you know the, this content if you're willing to just slap it away when you when you go off to make your own thing? It's like you don't seem like a, a reliable place to to go to for original content. Well. But you might have all the Avengers films, so fuck yeah, it. Yeah, well, I'm just going to pay for it anyway, so I can keep watching the flipping last scene of Avengers Infinity War and uh, be, beat it. So, great. Beat, 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 beat it. it. Um, so, yeah, I'm 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 watching, again, I, I like to say that because I'm like, I'm like a, what am I like? I'm like an international super spy, you know, really suave, really smooth, keeping my eye on the developments of the British media landscape. Um, so it will be interesting to see how it pans out. Um, again, we'll keep you updated, and and also again, leave us a leave us a message, leave us a comment on any of our wherever you're listening to this. Let us know what you think about Britbox. Is it something that's going to take off? Is yeah. it something that's just going to, you know, die? Leave leave a comment down below. Let, let's get get to a thousand like, likes. favorite, subscribe, and I, I donate yeah. my Patreon. I for the million pound mark a month. You get free back rubs. We'll send, we'll send you a Sky. You will send you a Skype call. I will do a personalized back rub Skype call. You're gonna love it. Um, Talking about uh, t- television series and stuff. Um, I'm gonna start spinning my penis for television. No, I'm gonna uh, also give you some nice news. I don't know if you watch the show or not, but Brooklyn Nine Nine has been renewed for a seventh series. Uh, I don't know if you watch it or not, but it's a fairly, you know, renowned series. It's got quite a fandom, mm. um, starring Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. Uh, um, uh, and Terry, a, Terry, you know, Terry Cruz watching, in it. Terry Cruz, the Bahamas. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've started to watch it recently because it's, it's like another thing you can kind of just switch your brain mm. off and you know, just relax. I'm to doing that with the office US at the moment. It's kind of yeah, similar kind of sitcomy kind of shite, but um, yeah, it's been renewed for seven series after it was cancelled, and then they brought it back for like a limited series to basically finish it off, like on Netflix, and now they've they've renewed it, brought it back fully. Wow. Yeah, because I guess there was quite a lot of backlash. I guess a lot of people became fans with all this um, 
news on it and yeah, everything. Well, there you go. Did it for me. I mean, I, I, I became a fan because of the news that it was cancelled. I was like, oh, might as well give yeah, it a watch. it seems like people quite like it. Maybe I'll give it a try. Oh, actually, hang about. I quite this, like this. Brilliant. What if this was all planned from the start? What if this was all conspiracy? It's outrage. Exactly. They, they said they were going to cancel it yeah. just to get more fans. Yeah. It's, it's outrage culture. Um, it, you know, no publicity is bad publicity. So it's probably good for them. Now... Yes. Now, I mean, in other publicity, bad publicity news, um, moving right on, um, THQ Nordic, um, massive... Well, see, I don't I don't really understand how this works. Basically, I've been following these guys for, for a decent amount of time. I've been, I listen to a few gaming podcasts, one of which um, is, a, is a really good one, Sacred Symbols, Conor Moriarty um, and Chris Reagan, um, which I, I yes. would... I obviously, you know... It's a bit weird to shout out somebody else's podcast on your own podcast, but it is a good one if you like PlayStation and Sony. Maybe they'll do it too. Yeah, us. maybe they will. Um, but anyway, they, they've been talking about THQ Nordic a lot um, because basically it, it's a publisher which owns, has been basically hoovering up kind of mid-tier IP now for the last few years. And and listen to this, I, sh- I shit you not, it currently has like 70 games. This publisher has 70 games in development. 40 right. of which, approximately, we don't even know what they are. What the other 40 that we know? Right? There are loads. I don't even know what half of them are, but... Are they more of a publisher or are they an actual No, no, developer? THQ Nordic are... Do so they have one person making an Republica. each game? They're So TH... I remember TH... Republica. What, what is going on with me today? Honestly, I can't believe it. You I are know, right. I am, I guess. Um, I think. They're a publisher... Um, who kind of, yeah, come back to prominence a few years back. Um, and they weren't... Because do you remember THQ back in the day? I remember back in the day, it was a wrestling game. used to be published by THQ. Um, yeah. And I think it used to be a thing, but then it kind of went went sour. It went kind of bad. Uh, and I guess it got bought out and it was renamed THQ Nordic. And now, you know, we're back up and running. But basically, it's like I said, it's been hoovering up IP now for years and years and years. Like shit IP that other developers are like, I don't want this shit anymore. You can have it. Um, this is what made them bankrupt like in the Dark first Siders. place they just had too many things Darksiders 3 was a THQ Nordic published game so you think of that kind of level of IP yeah, they published the first three I'm pretty sure okay well. fair enough the first two yeah um, but we're talking like yeah mid-tier games that you kind of buy in the bargain basement after you've completed your Call of Duties and you've, you completed FIFA that year uh, and yeah. you've completed GTA for the 17th time because people still keep fucking buying that fucking game um, and yeah um, so it's kind of that that kind of game. So basically, I haven't even got into why they're in trouble yet. Oh, honestly, crazy. Um, basically, the other day, I might have even been yesterday. Gosh, they hosted an AMA and Ask Me Anything on on a on a on a, on a, a not quite well regarded website known as 8chan. Have you ever heard of 8chan? Yeah, and I've heard of 4chan. I didn't even think they'd make an 8chan. Right, exactly. Like, what is that, twice the fucking kiddie porn? Bas- yes, literally, effectively, yes. It is widely known for a lot of people. Now, I can't say for certain whether or not this is what the website's for. Um, I've never been on it myself, and I probably won't ever go on it because I'm not into that kind of thing. Um, but yeah. You just get hacked like a Exactly, literally, just DDoS. My whole house just sets alight instantly. Um, no, well, it, it's it's a hub. It's, it's widely known as a hub for, yeah, uh, unfortunately, yeah, child pornography, swatting, transphobia, homophobia, anti-Semitism, racism, xenophobia, anything and everything that is kind of awful in today's society. It's kind of like a breeding ground for that kind of conversation. Um, and 
and yeah, THQ Nordic decided, let's host an AMA on there, and let's draw all of our, you know, considerable amount of, you know, people who know about us to that particular website, which I think is hilarious, and only just today did I see a video from from Jim Sterling, um, the, like, the king of the video game industry beatdown, um, who made a gym a gymquisition show on YouTube today, and he only normally does one a week, but he did two this week, and this was the second one, just talking about the whole situation. And um, I remember how I mentioned just like outrage culture just a few minutes ago. He was that's exactly what he was saying. He was saying like, is this just part of a you know a cynical ploy to get people to pay attention by doing something so outrageously you know stupid that people are gonna you know think about that name. Do you reckon that's what they're going for? I think. Does it ever maybe, work though? I mean, whenever I've seen, you know, these kind of websites, I assume it's either because they've not done their research and they think it's just another Reddit, and you know, Reddit's obviously a place where these 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 people just come together and then just and just chat shit about any subject basically. So I don't know if these people just went, oh, eight chan, that's like one of the most popular websites. Let's mm. just let's just do our thing on there, yeah. um, and then just ignorantly did it, but literally it's, it's, there's so many reasons that they could have done it they can't possibly just be that exactly like these these are people who do their PR department who are surely they're like professionals you know they're like well paid professionals whose idea was it to to do this I mean we basically we know who the guy is who who well um, we believe we know who the guy is who, who kind of set the whole thing up and um, and they, they, they obviously they apologised um, and they said that uh yeah, it probably probably wasn't a good idea um, to do it. Um, I think the guy surname is Brock, and I think he is in the PR department at THQ Nordic. So yeah, they've kind of posted quite a lengthy apology about it, as you can imagine they would have, because it's it's kind of a bit bit you know a bit silly. Um, so yeah, it's just all a bit awkward, and I just think you've got to do your you've got to do your research. You can't you know you can't do that. On, on a website like 8chan, which again, it's not a website I really know anything about, but from what I've heard of it, through a lot of people... It's a pleasant website, um, apparently, at least in, in terms of regulation. Exactly, yeah, apparently it's kind of gross. So, um, yeah, a quote here, this was not about being edgy, this blew up, and I very much regret having done it in the first place. That is Philip Brock, he's a guy who's like PR um, at THQ Nordic. So yeah, kind of crazy, um, and kind of just part of... Well, it, again, if you're cynical, you may just think, well, I don't believe in that apology. I think you did it on purpose to gain a bit more notoriety. And maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But regardless of what they thought they were doing, it's kind of a big gaffe. Um, and probably in the future, guys, let's not do host AMAs on websites that are known for, you know, housing some of the, you know, most awful internet users. Um, let's stick clear of that, shall we? Let's use Reddit like everyone else bloody does. They, I tell you what, they were probably yeah, just scared of like getting the biggest disliked comment of all time after it happened to EA when they did their AMA on Reddit. And they thought, oh, I'm not getting involved with that. Let's go straight to 8chan with all the pedos. Yeah, well, THQ, up to this point, didn't do anything wrong. It's just a bit of a stupid mistake. Yeah, it's and a bit they dark. They themselves didn't post child pornography, so it's not... It was not the worst thing that anyone's ever done. It's just a bit of a bit controversial misguided. decision to to draw attention to it. Um, 
but who knows maybe drawing attention to it will get this website banned through more ips or something yeah like that. potentially maybe it'll, maybe you'll have some positive consequences or something who knows maybe maybe um, but then you get into the whole free speech chat and uh that's a that's a big chat maybe it's a chat for another day um yes so okay i guess really one of the biggest stories then um in 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 our world um over the last few days something which i'm sure you you've kept your peepers on your your little beady eyeballs um has has been the winners and losers if you can be a loser on such an event um of of this year's oscars the 91st oscars <laughs> did you watch it did you were you live streaming it? No. Were you live tweeting it? What were you doing? Well, I didn't even know. I didn't even know what what date it was on. How I could watch it or anything. It just kind of happened. I woke up the next day and was like, "Oh, oh the yeah. Oscars last that night happened. That that was fun." So what? Apparently, it had it had better viewing figures than last year. Apparently, oh, that's good. They didn't even have a host um, this year. They didn't, and it's significantly benefits from it. Interesting. Because it doesn't have any of that bullshit where it's just the the uh, the or, or, <laughs> the ceremony just pauses just for like um just for while well, some dude just goes on a tangent about fucking nah, just chat shit basically about nothing relevant and it's just like get on with it I just want to hear what who's yeah. won the best actress who, won? who did who did the best who did the worst yeah it's good luckily before they you know before they went forward with it you know they they made the whole announcement that they they weren't going to be showing things like best cinematography or best editing and stuff like that whilst the actual oscars were showing they were going to show that in they weren't even going to show it they were going to have it on during the ad break which is one of the most stupid decisions you could also do um but luckily due to the backlash they basically went yeah all right we'll we'll have those awards back on for show i don't know if they just did it for attention or not it seems like everything's being done for attention these mm. days but you know, it it and ended up being probably the the least cringy, the least controversial yeah. um, Oscars that has been you know there for a while. And the, you know, As, hopefully, it doesn't just end the world with you know how non controversial. Yeah, it is. I was going to say it, it works for them. Doesn't make for the best ever show, but it works for them. Um, so I've got the list of of some of the winners here. Mm-hmm. Um, the, obviously, the biggest one, the big the big one is is the Best Picture award, which went to Green Book. Um, yeah. which to all intents, not seen, but I heard yeah, it's good. to all intents, well, purposes, it's, okay, it's a pretty good actually. film. But in another way, I've heard it's okay. Uh, yeah, anything. apparently Roma deserved mm, the award. So far exactly, more. so I hear. Um, apparently, a lot of people are saying yeah. that actually Green Book is not not that good, and that is it actually doesn't really the pic, the story it's trying to tell isn't really told as as good as it could have been based on who it seems wrote like they're just it. trying to win over a lot of people. It's Oscar bait. Um, yeah, it's an exactly. Oscar bait the, film. Um, it's Oscar bait because it's it's around it's dancing around a fairly controversial subject, yeah. so it seems like they're trying to make up for the hashtag Oscars so white, you know, stuff that yeah. happened over the years, yeah. and by by making up, we're going look, we voted Green Book as the it best. Seems a film. bit cheap, doesn't and it? That, in fact, that's just doing that's just doing the opposite of of you know making the, making everyone feel equal because it feels like you're making up for something. Um, in fact, they, that's not what a lot of people want. They just want you to act like you know instead of just completely drawing them out of it. Just you know, bring them in and everything, but don't just start putting them on this pedestal because that's not what they want. Yeah, yeah, true that. They just want honesty. It's kind of awkward. So yeah, that one best picture to many people's chagrin. Uh, we also had mm-hmm. the actor in a leading role of uh, Rami Malek picks up scoops the award. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon? You saw Bohemian Rhapsody in the cinema, so you yeah. you are best poised to have 
I'd say he deserved yeah, it. He was a good lad. I'd, I'd say it, it was the it was either him or Christian Bale. They were both pretty much on a fifty-fifty kind of uh, you know position yeah. here because Christian Bale is one of the best actors you know of all time. He can pretty much just slide into any role he wants to, change his body fat to be like two hundred yeah. pounds more, and suddenly he's vice chancellor. Um, and then you've got Rami Malek, who I'd say has has ended up being more of a phenomenon in in culture because mm. of his whole becoming one of the most well-known icons of all time. Um, so I think Rami Malek, I guess, gets you know because they're both say on the same level playing fields because they're both playing very well-known people, but because one of them has become like a cultural phenomenon, I'd say that you know Rami Malek did probably deserve it. Yeah. I I remember him. He I'm pretty sure he was on a kids show back in the day where he was like, he was like a reincarnated um, pharaoh, and it was kind of like you know some kids. Yeah, literally. You mean Night of the Museum? No, no, well, hmm, he was a Night of the Museum. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I I but he was a he was a wax. Pharaoh. I tell you now though, I swear he was in a kids show back in the day, and he played right. like basically the same role that he did in Night of the Night of the Museum. Than he did on Maybe this kids show. Let me let me see if I can find this. He was in Gilmore Girl, which is not like that. Um, yeah, do you know what? I can't see anything on his Wikipedia page. Maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm just completely formulated this idea of this dude in my head. It's the Mandela. Yeah, effect. because I I kind of I I wanted him to be s- something which he's not not. <laughs> and now I'm quite sad about it. <laughs> That doesn't sound sad. No, it doesn't sound sad, actually. Yeah, no, he hasn't done any flipping TV. What am I talking about, man? Dang it, on a stick. Is that it? Um, Night Museum did come out in, like, 2006. Yeah, it was. I guess I was only a youngster. Anyway, sorry. Oh, shit, he was in Halo 2. Wow, good for him. Um, He was just a voice. Olivia Coleman. That's good. Won the best... Yeah, the actress lead wrong. That's great. Did you see her acceptance speech? Very, very I did, yeah, very... Very moving. Yeah, very she was quite cute. I like her. I listened to her, again. I keep bloody plugging other people's podcasts, but I was listening to the ah. David Tennant podcast, and um, he was talking with her at length about stuff. She was really. She seemed like a really cool person. Um, again, another film that apparently is super dope. So I, I do want to see the favorite. Maybe I'll, I'll try and find some time to watch it at some point. My, it's. I, um, I feel like it's one of those films you can wait for DVD, and I might just do that. Um, so that's good. Good for her. It's good to see, you know, a British person um, at the top of the tree, um, showing th- the world that we can do it. Even though there was no doubt, but anyway, whatever. Uh, and then you had actor in a supporting role, Mahershala Ali in Green Book, um, Regina King in If Bill Street Could Talk. Um, I don't really have much to show you about that. Um, again, I like Mahershala Ali. We saw him in Elite Battle Angel a few weeks ago, um, and he was pretty yes. good in that. And I feel like every time I see him, he's pretty cool and he's pretty good. Is uh, that the big boss man? Uh, yeah, he was. I can't remember remember his bloody name now, but yeah, he he he, he was the like the the guy with the glasses. Exactly. Name, yeah. Kept getting hangovers. Exactly. Was he that good? Well, you know, he he yeah, he did all right. He played the role. He pretty much just well in that film at least he was just a pretty mute, just dead eyed, just kind of, of like a basic. Boss I'm man. a scary dude. Pretty intimidating. Yeah, I'm sure he's been been, been in better better and better. Films, yeah. Oh no, but, certainly. Um, I think Moonlight is one that comes to mind. Um, that that wasn't that the one that. When remember when there was a big hoo ha because they said Moonlight, but actually, um, another film won and it was kind of awkward. Do you remember that? 
That was La La Land year. But did La La Land win? Yeah. And they said Moonlight, but then it was actually no. Yeah. Or was it the other way around? No, it was it was Moonlight that right. won. Okay. No, there's been a mistake. It's Moonlight. Ah, and oh my god, like, that's the? dreadful. Makes me feel sick. Absolutely awful. Um, thankfully that yeah. didn't happen again. Uh, and other good uh, stuff as well. Um, Spider Man into the Spidey Verse won the animated feature film, so that's dope. Yeah, which is surprising actually. I thought um, Isle of Dogs deserved it maybe a bit more. Um, but that's uh, coming from someone who hasn't seen the uh, Into the Spider-Verse. No, neither have I. I really want to. And we were going to go watch it, weren't we, this weekend? But unfortunately, we, we were in IMAX work. with ah. Bohemian Rhapsody and you're Ready Player One. But I work. Ah. Let's go and work. Um, so ah. that's that's pretty dope. Um, Roma did win an Oscar for cinematography. Alfonso Cuaron. Mm. Um, yeah, picked that up. Spoke on behalf of that. Black First Man. One best visual yes, effects. Yes, man. Best visual effects. The best director went to yeah, quite a tough competition. Quaron as well for Roma. We've seen that Bohemian Rhapsody got the best editing, which is fucking nonsense. Is it? That film has terrible editing. Oh gosh, take that! Everything's jumping around the place. Like in every second, there's a different shot coming, and it's just Bit. like flicking around the place just during normal conversations. It's like a clip on Twitter where it's just, they just sat down just talking and then it's like, this, it keeps cutting away and it keeps cutting away and you've, you, like, it's, it's shot like an action scene. It's really weird. Mm. Okay. But, you know, I'm sure the only reason it got best editing was probably for like replicating the last 20 minutes of the film, which is basically just the um the Live Aid concert, yeah. which was well edited because they basically did everything shot by shot. Okay. Well, fair enough. C- kudos to them for that bit. Um, Black Panther won Best Costume Design. Again, I haven't seen it, but from what I have seen of it, the costumes do look pretty dope, so kudos to them for winning yeah, that. That makes perfect good. sense. Yeah, uh, what else have we got? Uh, foreign Language, Roma. So Roma's won three at this point. Um, yeah, uh, it's on Netflix, The Best Music Original Song, Shallow. It is on Netflix, I should watch it. Um, Shallow, From A Star Is Born. That's a really good, it's a good, really song. good song, yeah. Um, the Best Score yeah. went to Black Panther. Didn't expect that. Production Design went to Black Panther. It's just, it's just a Marvel film soundtrack. I know, it's, it's like, yeah. It's I, mean, just... I guess they, they probably they included some African tones into it, but it's not even, like, revolutionary. Uh, yeah, kind of, you know, sweeping, quite grandiose. I'd argue that Jurassic World deserved Ooh, that. Yeah, but you note. would say that, wouldn't probably, you? Probably some... You're shameless. Yeah, like no, that. Some, of the, some of the film would deserve it. Um, what did I guess probably a musical or something. Did any Godzilla slash um, Jurassic Park related <clears throat> nominations, do we have anything in there? No, it wasn't even nominated for Best Visual Effects, which is absolute is nonsense. That garbage. That film... Com- what? Is that garbage? Do you find that garbage? I think that's ridiculous, because the film did such a good job at combining animatronics and visual effects seamlessly together, it, and barely any film actually does that mm. these days. So I think it deserves a, a fucking high five for even <laughs> attempting that. And that's why it, it deserves it, because it, you know, it makes the CGI look so good, because the actors actually have something to work yeah. with. So the the actual ceremony should be awarding them for for giving the actors something to work with. They're but they're not giving them they're not giving them anything. No, well, it's just a bit insulting. Well, but you know what did get nominated? Fucking Christopher Robin, uh, the film about Winnie the Pooh. Uh, 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 yeah, that is kind of garb. Um, I would just say you know look the guys over at Jurassic World, they know what they've done. You know what I mean? They they feel the high five all the way across the Atlantic from you, and they're happy with it. And that's all they need. They can sleep cushy tonight. Yeah, I've mentioned it on my channel. Exactly though, so. right. Uh, they're fine. Um, also, um, in in other like big kind of directory news, um, uh, 
Black Klansman uh, won the best mm-hmm. uh, the screenplay, one of the best screenplay, adapted screenplay, which is pretty cool. Which is good film. Um, and uh, yeah, apparently so. Um, I mean, you've talked about that before, um, which yeah. is, is pretty cool. We've got a lot of nominations for different things. Um, but Spike Lee um, uh, accepted the award. It's his first Oscar in God knows like 30 years of filmmaking and he was pretty overjoyed by it. There's some really funny clips of him and his speech was pretty good as well. Um, a political, um, but I think worthwhile. So um, congratulations to him for all of his hard work over his very long, illustrious career. And I guess, you know, he's happy to see him. Yeah, that film was pretty weapons. good. But at the end at the end of Black Klansman, there's just like a, a good seven minutes where they just talk about how Donald Trump's ruining the world. Like it's set in the seventies, and suddenly it just it comes back to like news footage, and it's just like Donald Trump's bringing back like the KKK and everything. It's just like well, this seems very out of place. I didn't go to the cinema to watch politics. Wow, that's how they get you, mate. They 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 reel you in how with the promise me. of entertainment, and they then they did teach get you something. Oh, so annoying. That did almost that did almost like that did almost like you know put a damper on the ending because you go watch and you feel a certain way, then it just goes. Yeah, here's a bit. There's a hit of you know one-sided reality, and it's like, ha. Ah, well, great. I guess at the end of the day, you know, every filmmaker is allowed to tell their own story, and and that was their story, mm-hmm. and you just got to kind of go along with it. I bet to watch the news on the big screen. No, no, forget about that. No. Um, uh, talking of news, and I, and I think this is as I mentioned earlier on in the show. It feels like an age ago now because we've we've crammed in a lot today. Um, but as I mentioned at the beginning about how... Remember how I kept saying that humanity was shite? Do you remember that? Um, yes, I do well, remember yeah, that. Well, yeah, I think no. uh, a good way to round out today's show would be just to remind us that all the fun we've had today, um, regardless of everything we've said, humanity is still shite and stupid. Um, have you... Yeah, that's just... Before we end the show, let's remind you of how, you know... Kids are supposedly ending exactly. themselves. Exactly, and they're supposed to be our future generations. <laughs> and I'm young now, but I'm yeah, worried. That needs to not I'm happen. I'm worried because the Momo challenge has been spreading once again. The May What does this mean to you as as a uh, young adult? What does this mean to you, the Momo challenge? Hit me quick, go. It means fuck all. Yeah, it's kind of daft, isn't it? It's <laughs> it's it's not available on YouTube. The only way you can watch anything remotely about it is because people are making videos about it, and the people's making making videos about it are the ones that are drawing attention yeah. to it. And now they're making these kids want to watch this fucking video. They're being told not yeah. to watch. It's basically like a modern day like ring video. Like no one knew what this fucking thing was, and then some YouTuber was like, "Hey, everyone, don't watch the Momo challenge because it's making kids kill themselves." Even though it hadn't yeah. done there's not been a single report of anyone no, doing it I know. um but now people are watching it and every, all the moms are terrified that pretty much that's the, the audience that are, exactly. that are infected are moms and i keep commenting it's not available on youtube it breaks the guidelines you can't tell kids to kill themselves yeah, i know it's um, philly d was saying earlier about how it's literally just it's like it's just, just like a grand hoax like everything that is supposed is. to be happening with this whole momo challenge is is not actually happening um it's just it's hokum it's hokum and it's not real but this thing keeps coming back in different forms there was one that came out like a blue whale or something like that i can't remember what it was called mm. but like there's another thing telling kids to kill themselves I'm pretty sure it's probably just the yeah, same person it's just, like yeah it's just people. weird dumb shit that's just been given a massive now like we're talking about it you know it's been given a platform because some people are like kind of egging it on as it were it is so it, and it's so like silly. i was reading a, a local news um service 
um, an article about it. Basically, he's like some kid in the local area, you know, kind of done something silly in regards to Momo, blah, blah, blah. And um, like yeah. at some point it was like... As they would with anything, yeah, really. Yeah, exactly. At some point in the article, right, it literally says something like... Um, uh, yeah, and apparently, according to reports, the Momo challenge has in has infiltrated popular kids' things like um, WhatsApp and Peppa Pig and Fortnite. And I'm thinking, what does that even how, mean? How can you're t- you're trying to tell me that this ho- whoever like what as people you can't supplant the it, Momo it, challenge it, into Fortnite? That's not how life works. It's just that <laughs> someone's just saying it through like a, the, the like yeah, a they're just in a group chat and they're just talking about it. And some dumb kids. So it's like Who a video or something bloody like that. Fortnite like, anyway, if they're that dumb and impressionable. Because um, it was before, like, essentially what the, 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 the thing where Blue Whale kind of thing, I can't remember what it was called, but like, it worked in an escalating thing. It would start off with something yeah, really exactly. small, like, oh, just jump, jump, go jump, do jumps, do, do something like a, a star jump, something like that. But they would escalate more, more creepy and shit. keep getting worse. So it would make you... Yeah, so it would make it feel like it wasn't that bad and kids would be doing something even really stupid that they wouldn't even realise they were doing. And, like, fair enough. But... That wasn't available on YouTube. It was available on some dark web looking shit, mm. and it was mainly just stories. It was creepy pastas about it. Like all this stuff is just, it's internet. Like it's literal modern day, like um, ghost stories. Yeah, just in a new basically. way to tell it. Um, and people are going to spin it to make it seem like it's YouTube's yeah. fault, and and, kids, and parents are like not letting my kids watch YouTube. But it's already, it's like don't. Don't turn your fucking iPad into a parent. Do your fucking yeah. job. Don't blame it on yeah, YouTube. Exactly. Um, and stop accusing, like, yeah, multiple multimedia services of corrupting your child when, you know, you cannot infiltrate Fortnite with flipping Momo Challenge. Not how it works. You know, the lemons. So annoying. They just wanted to find a way to put Fortnite into yeah, the exactly, title. Yeah, <laughs> so, we yeah exactly, yeah. We don't do that. Well, we would never do that. Um, which is, is kind of funny because... In in a way, I started out thinking about it as like, oh, these kids are so dumb, aren't they? But actually, when you look at it, full circle, it's the parents who are dumb. The people who are going crazy about some made-up fake bullshit story. Um, but anyway, it... Well, in most scenarios, if a kid's doing anything, I usually just go, yeah, you know, with the parents and doing their job. Because most of the time, when I was a kid, I wouldn't be fucking No, what, what, what would happen? My parents raised me what right, and now look me- at me. I'm a big you're man. A, you're a big, brave man. Well, that's, that's good for you. Um... Congratulations! I bet you eat all your broccoli and your carrots, and <laughs> yes. they make you big and they make your bones grow stronger. That's the petty filu adverts would say. Um, I think that would probably be a good time to leave. Um, on that note, um, <laughs> it's been a wonderful show. We've had hijinks, we've had banter, we've had laughs. We've had Nintendo, we've had Oscars, Britbox, we've had, you know, a British television, we've had Suicide, we've had everything, we, We've really. really covered every base. It's probably been the most jam-packed show of them all. I think this is going to be the one next year when the Oscars roll around again. Don't be surprised if we get a little knock on the door, eh? We'll have a hundred uh, viewers we by might, that point. Yeah, I might have a hundred yeah. viewers at that point, and that would be great. Um, yeah. If you're one of those viewers slash listeners, thank you for listening. It means a lot. But tell your friends, please. Yeah, yeah, just spread it about, you know. Just if you enjoy the show and you think we're somewhat humorous slash entertaining to listen to, just spread it about, share our links, all that blood, blah, blah, blah. Um, like, like, comment, and subscribe, guys. And, um, you know. Let's get to 50 million can subscribers. We just get, can we catch up to T-Series and PewDiePie? That's all I want to do. 
Um, I just want to catch up with those guys. Let's make it a three-horse race. Forget about this whole two-horse race. Let's make it a three-horse race. Horse race. I want us... I want us at the 80 million subscriber mark by the end of the year, all right? Otherwise, I'm quitting for good. Right. All right? So that's a little challenge for everyone out there to do their bit. Um, but anyway, enough of that tomfoolery. Um, thank you so much for listening. It's been lovely. We will be back again next week, as always. Well, not as always, but, you know, mostly. And um, and just enjoy yourself and have a good time. And don't do stupid shit like the Momo Challenge. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking you idiots. Bye. Yeah, love you.